What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 226. On this episode, I'm joined by Skinny. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, stimulus checks, video games, soap operas, revisionist history, Brown versus the Board of Education, Jeopardy, the NBA, and chicken and dumplings. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Skinny. What up? What up? What up? Uh, so I'm sure people are like, "What's happening?" It's a Monday <laughs> episode, and Snappy's not on. I don't know if that's ever happened. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. First thing I'll get to is uh, y'all should give us money, and by doing that, you can go to Patreon.com. Maybe not by doing that, but to do that, you can go to Patreon.com/slash a podcast with Mo. If you uh, give a dollar more a month, you'll get early access to the podcast. If you give enough, you can be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, and Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear and be co-producers. We're still giving Powell the benefit of the doubt this month <laughs> that he's going to re-up his subscription re-up. and he's going to be back. Uh, but but if not, then we'll be sad to lose him. Um, <laughs> also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast um, There'll be a link to both of these sites in the description of the podcast. Uh, if you want a cool podcast shirt with all your Christmas money, kids, that's, that's where to spend it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, Skinny's here because, uh, well, I hit up Snappy. So if you mm-hmm. remember, like last week on the podcast, I was like, hey, Snappy, you don't have to be on every fucking podcast if you have like sh- family shit to do, you know. Well, and then he was like, no, no, no. It's all good. <laughs> and then I hit him up yesterday like, hey, what do you need to record this week? And he was like, uh, Saturday. And I was like, that's the way I can't. I All weekend I had to go do a show with in-laws. So um, <laughs> then he was like, well, I'm busy the day we normally record. Right. And uh, in the afternoon. And I was like, well, what about the morning? And he never got back to me. So I was like, all right, well, we're going to tag in skinny. Now, my original plan was to have you on the next episode anyway for, for sure. our end of the year episode. Oh. So instead... Uh, I've gotten Brad Sturex and possibly Cooper going to call in and That's do that one. So um, shifted some shit around. We'll see how it works out. Um, You're a shapeshifter. <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, my wife's always kind of like, why are you getting stressed out about it? I wasn't really stressed. I was just like, let's see what I can pull off this morning on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and I made it happen. So I feel like, uh, you know, feel pretty fucking cool. Mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, make it happen. So like sure. I have a song called that. Or something. Uh, <laughs> eventually, I have a song called "Every Everything." Will have title reference, right? Um, <laughs> Never know. All right. Um, also, if it's still December when you're listening to this, and I think it should be, uh, I have a beat sale, twenty five percent off with code Internet Friends. So uh, if you need to buy a beat, now would be the time to do it. Um. All right. Biggest thing in the world happening now, um, and you. Probably have no info, Skinny, but you can uh, respond or not. I mean, however you want to do it. Um, can be worse than Blackout on the music episode that comes out this Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, is the stimulus checks, right? right? So, like, stimulus checks happen. We've been talking about a lot on the podcast, uh-huh. really. And uh, my whole thing is... Uh, there's always some back-end shit, right? They're always trying right. to pass some other back-end shit. Um, 
where we're going to have to pay a lot more money than the money they're giving us, right? Now, I'm all for if they're giving the money to someone anyway, might as well be me. You know, so I'm also right. in that camp of like, well, mm-hmm. fuck it. If people are getting checks, I want to be in that group of people getting checks. Right. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, but they've settled on $600 checks from what yeah, we've heard at this, at this moment. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a $9 billion thing. You know, I don't know how much. It's so much billion. Yeah. And it's like only like 10% of that's going to us. Yeah. Citizens, the and rest they, is going to crazy shit. Yeah. And they break it all down. It was like gender studies in Pakistan and then all this shit. And then I saw something, uh, you know, one of those little fact checker deals on Facebook was like, this isn't true. So I clicked it to read it. And uh, apparently some of those things are from just the next year's spending bill and not the stimulus package itself. But either way, I think we're at least all being aware that like, hey, why are we wasting all this money in, on some stupid shit? Right. So um, anyway, that's that's where the rule is. I, now, Trump, I never agree with Trump on much, but he came out was like. I'm going to veto this shit. They need to give people at least 2000. And I was like, fuck yeah, Trump. If he did, he was like, well, this is all wasteful spending and it's going to all this other shit that has nothing to do with uh, the people. I would be all for that. You know, I'd be like, hell yeah. Trump's uh, Trump's trying to do it big before he goes out. I think that'd be um, awesome. It would help his reelection bid in uh, 2024 when he runs again. Kanye. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, honestly, I watched Kanye on that Rogan shit and I, I became so unimpressed. Uh, you know, I love Kanye's music, not all of it, but like a lot of it. But man, I did not enjoy him in an interview. I was like, fuck, he is hard to watch, in right. my opinion. Uh, he is. Like, doing that big boy one. It's like, oh shit. Big boy neighborhood. I just think of Entourage. I think that shit. Uh, so, um, anyway, yeah, stimulus checks. I don't think they're ever really, uh, I mean, they might happen, but right. I think it's probably all going to be for the worse. Well, I just look at it as, hey, if, it, if you get one, you get one. Like, I really don't even get into it so deep because I don't. Right. Because I, I got to do, I depend, I don't depend on that for my income. Right. Like, that's why I look at it as like, okay, get some money, don't get some money, some shit's going to happen. Yeah, it's we not going to stop me. It's like, it's not going to stop me because it doesn't even, like, I know, it's like, I know it affects shit, but it doesn't stop me from what I need to get done. Right. How I see it as. It doesn't so affect I, you on like a personal level. Oh, yeah. I don't get as deep into it as like everybody else do it and shit. Well, I I mean, I think I like to just see stats. And I'm like, that's bullshit. So, you know, you see it's like $600 check, but it actually comes out to where it's going to cost you like $3,600 in taxes over the next however many years. You're like, well, that's some bullshit. You would never take that loan out from anywhere, but they're mm. going to force this on you. You know, you don't even have a choice. So, um, but again, if they don't give it to you, they'll get it to someone else and they'll still tax you. So I still want to check mm-hmm. if we can get it. Hey, yeah, I still want the money. It's like, shit, I know what I need to do with it. It's like, shit, make that money, make money, shit. <laughs> uh, now I ain't got to fix my car. Uh, it's kind of doing this wobbly, this uh, <laughs> shit. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, Might so, you just need to get, a, get your alignment done. I feel like that might be it. It's It was after they started fucking retarring all the cracks around here mm-hmm. and they made the roads all bumpy. And all of a sudden my car just started doing that on smooth roads, too. So I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know what this is. Um, I don't know enough about cars. You might get the tires rotated and get your alignment going on. <laughs> I have to hit up a tire shop, I guess, next week. Um, let's see. I have been playing some video games, so I really enjoyed the PS5 life. You know, I understand it's hard to get for people out there, but uh, 
Hey, it's what you into. <laughs> I secured mine and feel real cool about it. Um, I platinum No Man's Sky, which was the space game that I used to be playing all the time. So I could not stop playing this fucking game. And then I even ran into a problem where I would have already platinumed it, but it didn't count one of my trophies. And I was like, are you fucking serious? Uh, which was the one that didn't count is where you learn fucking alien words, right? So you got to learn like 150 <laughs> alien words. And I had like 300 and something you alien words come learned. To when the aliens come. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I was all fucking pissed. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to start a whole new game. And then I fucking in a couple days got up there and got it. and i was like yes and then i deleted that game i was like i gotta quit being so addicted to this fucking game then after i quit playing that game so much i finally got around to making some beats um but then through uh the the days um i had another occurrence with nba 2k21 that pissed me off because the file got corrupted somehow on my fucking playstation or the uh the update file did so it was like trying to update itself and it fucked up and I had to delete the game and re-download it. It's 110 fucking gigabytes. It took fucking like 30 hours. I was like, God damn, this is so bullshit. And uh, so I lost all my daily bonuses. Oh, I was so mad. Um, but uh, yeah, so anyway, I've been back on NBA 2K21 trying to dunk on everybody. And then I started playing uh, <laughs> this game called Days Gone, which is uh, it's like a mix of Sons of Anarchy with Walking mm. Dead. Oh, so it's like you're on a motorcycle but there's like zombies. And so that's a cool. So if you're like riding by, I'll make a noise. They see you, but you can get away from them and shit. Um, but basically the mechanic that makes the game very scary is they all hoard up very quickly and they'll just overwhelm you. You cannot just get out of like, you can't just hack them all down and you'll right. be you know, like, they One will eventually as zombie orgy. <laughs> you're right. They'll eventually overwhelm you and just kill you. There's nothing you can really do about it. So, uh, it's very mm. scary, like there's a lot, a lot of tension, you know, yeah. you're like, God damn it. Like, but um, it's fun, you know, a lot of running around. Right. The story's kind of whatever, but I don't care. I think it's, I think it's a fun you game. You to go around fucking killing shit. Yeah, you know, and I'm not normally a big shooting gun guy, but it's it's fun here. You know, normally the guns come and play because uh, there's other humans that want to kill you as well, you know. Don't take um, your shit. Exactly. But the zombie characters, you kind of want to like lure them somewhere and light them all on fire or some shit. Uh, throw like a Molotov cocktail at them. That's what Hell I enjoy yeah. doing. Um, so anyway, that's my video game life. So I really enjoy Stays Gone game. And it's a PS4 game, but it looks super fucking good on the PS5. Like way better than Assassin's Creed that I was playing. Mm-hmm. Which Assassin's Creed's okay, but I do think I'm going to give up on it. I just don't. It's um, just not gripping. It's not gripping me like that. You're not you know? about the... F- mm. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, just like a TV show. Sometimes some of them just aren't. You're like, no, yes, not for me. No. This is where I end you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there's been plenty of shows. Like I mentioned earlier, uh, Sons of Anarchy. I didn't watch the last two seasons because I was like, is this going to be the same thing? every? F- is it? Is it never going to change? And yeah. then um, Walking Dead, I want to say season three, the creator of the show or whoever's running it was like, oh, we're never ending it. We want this show to run for 30 years. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I don't even watching this shit. I, I quit watching invested it. Right. I was like, I'm done. That's like soap opera shit. I'm not doing that. Um, right. even though I remember my first year of college, I, because of my lunch break was I'd come home every day and I'd watch whatever soap opera was on, you know, probably days of our lives or something. Days of our lives is a good one. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it, it, at fucking one o'clock. It's like people get into it because, uh, it is predictable. You know, like you want to, you're like, and this is going to happen. And then it does. Right. <laughs> and it's so fucking corny and cheesy, but yeah, people love that shit. <laughs> and they do like 300 episodes a year or some shit like it's fucking crazy they're nuts <laughs> um let's see it, 
what's been going on in your life? I mean, it's a little after Christmas when this comes out. Uh, like, so we're recording this on Christmas Eve, but I know you had Christmas today, right? Yeah. I mean, we just had my little, my little family, like my mom, my brother, my sisters, and my kids. Like, it's great. I'm cooked, open presents, had a good little time. That's, so that's how we always have it now. Like, shit, keep it simple and fun. Right. <laughs> I feel like it makes sense. Uh, did you get anything cool for your kids? Oh, yeah. Um, like my son got all these, um, got this, um, mo control helicopter. We took it out flying and shit. We got lost that motherfucker for a couple hours. Yeah, it's windy as fuck. <laughs> I know it is took. I was like, damn, son, you're doing good. I said, oh yeah, the fucking wind is carrying that shit. We gotta go chase it down. <laughs> so we got there running and shit. Fucking about fell in the pothole and shit. Like fell out, flipped over. But we found that motherfucker. So yeah, at least you got it. Yeah. Point <laughs> someone jarred or some shit. Uh, um, but. Well, Hell yeah. It's been pretty good though. Now I've been off and shit, just chilling now. Don't know what to do with myself. Like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, right. So I was like, you do. just hang out here if you want. We ain't doing shit. Um, so where I've been at over here, like, if I'm not there, I'm at the house. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> no. shit. We've been trying to make some beats around here. It's been uh, happening <laughs> a little bit. They, I, what's really happened to me for anyone that makes beats out there is someone suggested to me one bass. They're like, oh, I'll try the base, the Fender pick base on Secura. And I was like, fuck, I love it. And I use it on like the last like however many beats I've made. I just keep using the same one. I'm like, I got to stop and I got to switch back to another one. Um, I can't help it. But yeah, that's just how it goes. Um, also, just because I know he listens, slowly working on SoCo's beat pack. Hell you yeah. Know, had put a couple in there today. We'll, uh, yeah, we got a lot of variety for him. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Like, man, like, oh, do I want this one to do or not? <laughs> um, the next episode where we have Brad Serkis, I told him, and I know he'll probably do more research than me because I honestly don't do as many notes and shit as I probably should. Um, I was like, just think of all the cool shit that happened in 2020 because I think everyone thinks 2020 is being bad. But there has to be some good video games, some good TV shows, some fun it's moments. All how you look at it, some I cool music. It. I know it's all fucked up, but it's all how you. It's all your perspective and shit. Like shit's fucked up, but hey, it's still fucking live. You still got to keep doing what you got to do to fucking get on through. Like shit, like fuck. Right, I <laughs> it's agree. Life. Uh, I mean, I you know I don't think you're specifically talking about COVID there, but I mean in general, it kind of relates. Uh, you know, you see everyone on Facebook, and I I feel weird because I'm in the middle these days. You know, like I don't feel very liberal-ish and I don't, I've never felt conservative, so I don't know. Um, but I see all these arguments where people are like, you just got to stay home and like all the more liberal people. And I'm like, yes, in a perfect world where they were sending us checks every month, like other countries. Yeah. yeah fuck. Yeah. But they're not like, you can't just sit right. home with no money. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Like, how's what about my family? I'm the breadwinner. It's like, shit, I gotta go out there and get that shit. Like, no, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I just don't think they understand how they're losing like normal people that are like, are you even hearing yourself? Like, this like, is fucking stupid. Now, I guess the Bernie Sanders of the world have been like, yes, give them checks. But, uh, it's just like, well, that's just not the reality we're in. Everyone's it's like the, the more liberals, I guess they always want to discuss like, here's the perfect world we want and it's like right. well that's awesome that's yeah, super that's awesome easy to think that way <laughs> but no nah, here's the real facts right like um something else gonna bring up i could honestly talk the rest of this podcast about this one other podcast called revisionist <laughs> history which is probably cheating in the podcast world but uh 
forgotten one who called in a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago. You know, he brought up a book he read, and I was like, "Oh, Malcolm Gladwell," and he was like, "Yeah, you know him," and or you read, and I was like, "No, but I know of the guy because he has a podcast." And I'm like really into it, so I've been catching up on all these old episodes of Revisionist History, which is Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, and it just looks at stuff in the history that they're like, well, hey, if you look at it from this angle and there's all these weird fucking things. And what I listened right. to today was Brown versus the Board of Education. Okay. You know, the one that. desegregated schools yeah. or whatever. And how like all the negative effects it had. So like, uh, and if you watch a Killer Mike has a Netflix series that looks at race stuff and his first episode's about like how segregationists is actually better for black people in some way because they had like their own businesses and their own drugstores. And now you never find a black owned whatever you know because but like in that time period you would have um similar things where they basically only try to go to this white school this happened in kansas like topeka kansas i think somewhere in kansas and uh because it was like four blocks from their house um and the other school was like across town that was the only reason it wasn't because the black school was bad you know, but whenever the case went all the way to the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court came back and said, oh, yes, it's unfair for the black kid to not be able to go to the white school because the black school's bad. But that actually wasn't the case. Most black schools were great and the teachers were fine. Um, but then like within the last like the year after that in Topeka, Kansas or wherever it was, they fired all the black teachers and then all the black kids just had to go to the white schools. So then all the black kids are just going to schools with nothing but white teachers with no black teachers because they mm-hmm. fired all of them because they now are integrating the schools. And then you just basically had a whole class of black teachers all across the country. that just lost their jobs. And it's like, huh, that's kind of fucked up. You know, you yeah, don't really think damn, about that. Like, part. Yeah, that that's a crazy. And then <laughs> think about it that way. Like, shit, they different. start talking about all these uh, statistics. You know, if a, a black kid has a black teacher between the third and sixth grade, they're 39 percent less likely to drop out of school. And it's like, well, that's fucking crazy. And it's like, and if they have a black teacher that, uh, or they done some study of like gifted kids, like gifted and talented. If a black kid has a white teacher versus a black teacher, they're f- half as likely to get gifted and talented if that a white teacher, not because like the black teacher makes them smarter, but just the white teacher may not realize that they're gifted mm, because they don't get like cultural shit. I guess like, you know. All I had is white teachers, <laughs> right? And it's like it's all it's fucking super interesting. Um, that shit is crazy though. So revisionist history is just fucking full of episodes like uh-huh. that. Right? Like there's one I'm gonna talk about before about Wilt Chamberlain um, and how one year he shot underhanded. That's the game everyone knows. He made a scored 100 points in a game. There's that famous him home the sign up. He oh, shot yeah. his free throws underhanded. Granny shot like Rick Barry because Rick Barry is like the greatest free throw shooter of all time. And he shot granny shots, but he's the only person that ever done it because mm-hmm. he has a certain personality type that he doesn't give a fuck what everyone says about him. He's going to do what makes him the best. But no other superstar in the NBA history has ever been like that. They're going to be like, I ain't going to look like a fucking weirdo. But one season, Wilt Chamberlain did it, and it was his best season ever. And then even after that, he goes, well, I look like a sissy, so I'm not going to do it. And it's like, but you were so good. Like, right. fascinating. It's like, he has a whole episode about shit like that. Um, <laughs> Bro, you're full of knowledge, Dan. <laughs> well, it's just knowledge from podcasts. That's all it is. Um, but I have, I cannot recommend it um, Get your ass enough Jeopardy, man. <laughs> about sure. There is a new Jeopardy game I heard about today where they... Um, I think it's like for PlayStation and shit, but they took the actual TV show uh-huh. and like it's all the video clips, but you're buzzing in. So like it took out the contestants somehow on the show and That's then you're fucking wicked. and you're talking to the mic and it comes to the so TV. I love some damn Jeopardy. I don't know what I dig it. I oh yeah. Like, we watch awesome. <laughs> lately for whatever reason we eat dinner, we watch Jeopardy and then Will of Fortune. Just uh-huh. back to yeah. language. So what yeah. we do, um, because on ABC at six o'clock's Jeopardy and at six thirty's Will of Fortune. Yeah. And Kubi's not a big fan of Will of Fortune because she thinks Pat 
Pat Sajak's fucking the creep. He's like, There's a, he's just weird. And I was like, what? No, Pat Sajak's all Pat right. Jack, yeah, he never does anything weird. Yeah, he's yeah. all right. And then she's like, he's like, why does he always have to mention her dress? I'm like, well, she puts on real expensive dresses. Supposed to not say nothing. I mean, it seems rude to not mention it. That's why she wears them. Exactly. So uh, we get to have those conversations. Um, but yeah, Jeopardy's good. And eventually Alex Trebek's not going to be on the show anymore because yeah, he passed. So I'm like, well, I don't know when this is going to happen because I'm watching the newest episodes. Um, it has to be soon, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much how much they could have uh, filmed ahead of time, you know. Yeah. But I, I know people are wanting Reading Rainbow. Got to do it. That was the petition I mm-hmm. saw. Now, I mean, he could be good. I just think what people don't understand is Alex Trebek, apparently, he does more than any other game show host does to prep. Like, every other game show host will just show up and they do their job. But he would show up, like, six hours early, read every question, read the answer, so that when he says it, he makes sure he's pronouncing it right. He researched shit to make sure it was correct. Like... Yeah, Apparently he done do all this extra shit, right? Yeah. So like, I think whoever takes that job, it's like a lot more work than just like showing up and reading Crazy questions. Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Canadians. Man. <clears throat> They're bubbling with heads. <laughs> uh, the only thing else I know I'm going to talk about in the next podcast of Brad Sarek's Scoop at this exact moment is Tiger King came out this year uh-huh. and I just think it feels like it was fucking 10 years ago when that shit came yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, just totally forgot about it now. <laughs> but it was so good and it happened real close to here so it just yeah sticks around even more uh the hat he wears a seth wadley hat you know i think there's like you see seth wadley shit everywhere so i just think yeah. about it often and um anyway i just hope people don't forget about tiger king because that was back in the good in good quarantine right you know sure. even halloween motherfuckers dressing up just like that motherfucker <laughs> yeah he basically took over joe dirt no one does joe dirt anymore now it's you dress like tiger king Right, shit. People are still already dressing like that anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There, there are a certain group of people like you see out where, you know, I, a lot of times I think to myself how like, uh, I don't necessarily think I got to look cool or whatever, but I am going to wear shit that I like. You know, right. like I'm wearing khaki shorts on fucking Christmas Eve because I'm like, well, I ain't wearing jeans. And like, that's fucking crazy. And a Power Ranger shirt because I thought it was fucking cool when I saw it at Walmart the other okay, day. Right. And, uh, <laughs> And uh, people would be like, well, that looks ridiculous, too. But I feel like I look exactly like I did, like, when I was 22, right? I, I just feel look- like I feel comfortable when I'm in, like, shit. Right. I rock it. <laughs> I think it, being comfortable is for sure a thing. Um, but you go to, like, say, Walmart, and you see some things people are out in public oh, in, oh, and like, you're like, fuck? <laughs> why do I care so much? Like, this shit. in comparison, there's way worse. The hell the fuck yes. <laughs> like, so, damn. <laughs> I try to keep that in mind with Crazy. music as well, I guess. Um, there can always be worse. Yeah. Comparatively. <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I don't really have much else to talk about, so this might be the shortest episode ever. Well. Well, I mean, maybe not ever. We might have had the shortest. But, um, I'm all about setting records. <laughs> that's what, yeah. That's what you tell the ladies. <laughs> do the quickest one. Um, the only thing I can give is basketball started. Uh, I haven't been able to watch quite all the games I wanted to, you know, but... um. There are some interesting storylines. You know, like everyone just thinks the Lakers are going to be the best shit in the world uh, this year, and and they will be very good, I'm sure. Um, but the Clippers beat them opening night, so right. now everyone's like, "Ooh, I don't know," you know. So first game, well, yeah, it's only <laughs> long one fucking, ass season, <laughs> exactly. But it is a little shorter than others. I think it's only 72 games, maybe this year. Um, maybe they dropped it less. Um. But anyway, so I'm trying to think of other teams. The Thunder, who, you know, would be the team I would cheer for the most. Uh, they're yeah. projected to be the worst team in the league this year, which is fine. There's a kid going to OSU this year who's the number one prospect named Cade Cunningham, 
who I guess would be who they're hoping to get. They're hoping they get the worst record, maybe get the number one pick, and then draft Cade Cunningham. And they said he's going to be trans, <laughs> like the, a fucking crazy good guy. So uh, maybe that happens. Um, we will have to see. But that is, I guess, Oklahoma City Thunder's <laughs> hope at the moment. So it makes it different watching basketball. Like, I'm all going to have to be tuning in to the Thunder games. Right. Because, I mean, I would if they were on, of course. But I'm not going to be worried about, like, logging in the sports whatever app, the Fox Sports app and shit. And I don't even have a login for it anymore because Pow Wow's grandma shit doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I used to use a login to it. To catch off. <laughs> yeah, it's some bullshit. Um, no more. <laughs> If you could just pay to watch NBA games, all of them, that would be awesome. But they'll black out the Thunder games because we live too close to Oklahoma City, which is so fucking stupid. I'll never understand. That's weird. <laughs> In a million years. what I mean, I get it because some fucking ancient rules or whatever with fucking TV companies, but they got to renegotiate that shit whenever it right. runs out. Like, you're this close to my home. Why would I want to watch something else? <laughs> right. I get a VPN that tells them I'm in Russia or some shit, and then I would be able to have access to it. So, I mean, there are some workarounds, but that would require me to purchase, you know, a VPN and do all that shit. I don't want to fuck around with all that. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, just pretend it makes sense. Um, I'm hacker over here. <laughs> no, VPNs are pretty simple these days. Uh, I'm trying to think of other teams that uh, people are really into in this basketball world. I guess people like the Celtics and they are, I mean, they could be pretty good. I don't really like the bucks. Uh, I don't quite get the Giannis love. He's won the MVP twice. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he can't shoot though. I mean, like, and I guess you don't have to shoot. Like he's a great athlete, but he's not really good at basketball. Like they lost against the Celtics opening night, which again, first game, uh, because he missed a free throw, you know? And it's like, well, you can't do that shit being a fucking superstar. You know, you gotta be able to figure that shit out. So, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not a big Giannis fan, but maybe maybe he'll prove me wrong. And then I'm hoping Miami Heat do awesome because I want to cheer for Tyler Hero. You know, little the next wide hope. Everyone's <laughs> got to enjoy that. Um, basically for the same reason, I've learned the only time you can do like racial preference shit is in dating, and then also in sports <laughs> fandom. So if okay. uh, a black person is playing quarterback, then every black fan is like, I love that black quarterback. For sure, yeah. And you're like, well, that seems kind of, I mean, not racist, but it's like race motivated. They're like, fuck that. I love him. And then you're like, cause there's so many, there's so many now, like you never you used to never see that shit. Right. Now Very it's true. like everywhere. And then it's kind of say like, if there's a white running back or if there's a white basketball player, people are like, fuck yeah. I yeah. love that dude. And you're like, well, Luca. Yeah. I mean, Luca is kind of different because he's Eastern European and uh, he's actually really good. But like other like Gordon Hayward, for instance, you know, he makes like all this money mm-hmm. and it's basically because he's white. He's going to sell tickets like there's a lot of pretty good white guys that get paid a lot more money than pretty good black players because, you know, the people come to the fucking games are going to buy their jerseys yeah, and shit. shit. Um, right. It's marketing. <laughs> right. It's interesting. But um, no complaints. I think everyone's everyone's doing good. Uh, money for everybody. Everybody be happy. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. <clears throat> um, all right, man. I only have much else. I don't. I need to cook dinner. That's my only plans tonight. Um, for sure. And I'm tomorrow. I'm cooking a bunch of shit. I'm cooking <laughs> chicken and dumplings. So that's how I'm gonna end this. I'm gonna tell everyone how to make chicken and dumplings the way I make chicken and dumplings because a lot of people ask me in the world, or they're like, "Ooh, those are really hard to make." I'm like, "No, these are extremely simple to make." Um. <laughs> I brought up a couple weeks ago. I bought the Aisha Curry 
48 quart fucking or whatever. I don't know. Some huge ass guy, whatever the biggest fucking pot they sell is, right? And it's mm-hmm. enamel. Um, so that's my new chicken and dumpling pot. I don't really know if it works well. I'm not using it until tomorrow, but that's what I will be using. Um, but more or less, you start by cooking chicken. Now, me, myself, I just will use chicken breast, mm-hmm. but I do know some people are old school and they think you need the whole rotisserie chicken. You need to yeah. boil it and pull the bones out and all that shit. But to me, you're always going to have little pieces of cartilage in there and shit. And sure, it's on a deal breaker, but I just don't think it's needed myself. Mm-hmm. So if it's just me and Koopy, we're just going to do chicken breast. I'm going to boil them, which aren't even good boil, but you can grill them up, you know, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. I've grilled them before. Anyway, you end up shredding that shit and then you add it to a bunch of chicken broth. Now, another thing I've learned recently in my adult life of cooking um, through my wife's grandmother is chicken broth is the key to making good shit. So I didn't know the chicken broth was using everything, but it is. Um, So you want to get like two of those fucking boxes of broth or whatever, because you want to fill up a a lot of shit. Now, you can leave some leftover water or add some water to it. But for me, I use chicken broth. Other people like my dad will use water and add bouillon cubes. And then some people will do water mixed with cream of chicken and or cream of mushroom, which is fine. But to me, I don't like the cream of chicken uh, flavor personally in my chicken dumplings. I do. I know a lot of people do that. So for me, my flavoring all comes from the chicken broth. So I buy a fuckload of chicken broth, buy extra. Just fucking throw it away if you don't use it. It's worth it. You make goddamn chicken dumplings. So uh, anyway. Bring that shit to a boil. You add your shredded chicken back into that mixture. And then separately, and this is, I think, uh, you got to be, you just got to take the easy route here. Some people are like, you got to make homemade dumplings and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. You just buy biscuits, right? Right. You buy okay. biscuits and you just throw some flour down on a big old fucking wax piece of paper or some shit. And then you just flatten out all your biscuits so where they're real thin. At least that's how I do it. Some people want big ass dumplings and they'll take big fucking huge like half oh, a biscuit as a dumpling yeah. to me fuck that it takes way too long to cook you know you got that you'll be on there for hours across the stove on some dumplings that big so i pull off like uh probably nickel to quarter size or so <laughs> yeah size dumplings and i and you just drop them in one by Please. one uh into the boiling hot fucking chicken broth. Now you have to stir this constantly. So it's really a two person job. What I do is I break down all my fucking biscuits first. And that normally it's like two cans of biscuits is probably about mm-hmm. right. Um, we have three for tomorrow. Cause I know, you know, my dad really likes chicken dumplings. Like I'm gonna get a third can, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, I break all that shit down and then I add them in slowly because if you add them in too fast, they're going to stick together and shit. But then you just keep stirring. And then you think like, oh, you'll be done quickly, but you're wrong. It takes forever. Like you're stirring <laughs> over a stove for at least an hour of just stirring the dumplings. Now, all these recipes you look up, like, it'll be done in 15 to 20 minutes. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. It just won't be because you'll <laughs> eat a dumpling. You're like, oh, that shit still kind of tastes like a fucking biscuit in the inside. And you're like, it ain't fucking ready yet. So. Anyway, just keep stirring that shit forever. Every once in a while, you eat a dumpling, and uh, <laughs> you're like, yep, that tastes ready, and you'll know it's ready. And then it's delicious. I have got in my adult life where I eat them all with club crackers. I don't even use a utensil. I literally just take a club cracker and scoop out as much as it'll fit on it, and then I just eat the whole bowl with club crackers. So um, Okay, then, man. <laughs> club crackers are pretty good. For whatever reason, so my shit these days. Same with stew. I eat a lot of club crackers and stew these days. Um, and then I've also noticed the chicken and dumplings are always, without a doubt, better the second day. 
So like, say I make them tomorrow, this big so, pot, and there's leftovers. Leftovers, yeah. And leftover chicken and dumplings are way better than the fresh chicken and dumplings. They're one of those rare foods. Well, that grease that'll at the top, then you melt it back down, get that extra flavor. Yeah, it's a lot thicker, typically. Yeah, <laughs> get that extraness. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm pretty excited. I've got myself amped up about that. Um, also, making dressing tomorrow, because my father asked me if I would make dressing, because he wanted some... <laughs> And I told him about Thanksgiving, me making it. And I was like, sure. So, um, attempting that and tomorrow. And to cook everything. It's like, just like me. He's got I got to cook everything. <laughs> yeah. I, well, my parents said they're going to bring a ham. Now I'm a little nervous. My parents aren't very good cooks. Um, my dad can, he's cooked the ham decently before, but to me, uh, out of all the hams I've bought and cooked, I prefer the pre-sliced on bone ham. Yeah, that's what I had today. Put so, that glaze on it. <laughs> yeah, you put the glaze on it. It gets in between there or whatever, and then it's already sliced, so it's pretty easy. You just cut it straight, and it all comes off. It's yeah, easy yeah. to go. My dad's the type that Bob's like, you want a bone ham? I got a big spiral one. I cut off in the big John-ass chunks. Right, it's not slots. It's like fucking big cube <laughs> shaped and shit. And you're like, God damn it. And it's good, but it's like... Oh, this is a pain in the ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then my grandparents always have to get the sloss one, but it's like the non-bone one. Uh-huh. So and it just never had the right feet. I'm like, God, it doesn't taste quite as good. You're right. Um, I feel you, man. <laughs> so, and my wife loves ham. I'm not a big ham person. I'm, you know, in the Thanksgiving argument, I'm turkey all day. I'm like, it's what the shit's here for. Right. Turkey and dressing, man. But, shit. Uh, you know, she Loaded up on the cranberry sauce. <laughs> I've never really had cranberries. I'm sure it's good, but I've never had it, to be no, real I honest. I know it look, comes in a can, and I just look at it. I'm like, looks like Jello to me. Yeah, they get the Jello kind, not that shit with the fucking, with the fucking, the, the cranberries in it. Like, Oh, yeah. You, you don't want to go with like the soupy looking shit. You want the gelatin. Yeah, that Jello shit. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. Um, all right, man. Uh, hopefully, everyone now knows how to make chicken and dumplings, and will be able to cook those up. Right. Uh, like I said, at the end of this week, we have a music episode featuring us and Blackout. So everyone should uh, be excited for that. That's on January 1st, Ooh. bringing in the new year new with a new music year. episode. And then hopefully other people send us more for the next one. Chia. Uh, but, <laughs> all right, peace, man. Peace. <laughs>
Eight of the Mo makes beats.